Good afternoon, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to this week's Impact Wrestling Media Teleconference. We're going to kick it off with, uh, I believe, Josh is on the line. Josh, are you there? Josh, you got to pull me something today? I do. I do. I apologize on that there, uh, Josh, but I, I, a little bit of cold, so uh, we'll, we'll give it right to you. Give the ball to Josh Matthews and we'll run with some uh, Impact updates. Well, how do I know who, who this uh, teleconference is sponsored by if, if, I don't, if you have a pulse? You'll get that momentarily. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ross, it's always so good to talk to you, but it's even better to talk to uh, uh, media from around the world on this uh, beautiful Thursday. It's starting to feel like, uh, like football weather uh, here in these parts of the world. Uh, tonight, we got an all-new impact. I am uh, excited to hear Brian Cage speak for the first time tonight. Uh, you also got Falabon Cam versus the Deadly Hit Squad. Uh, Eddie Edwards is going to kick off the show tonight. Kiera Hogan will face Alicia Edwards. Alicia Edwards, excuse me. I got Kiera's name right, and I messed up Alicia's. Uh, LAX is going to celebrate their victory uh, after winning a street fight last week, uh, defeating the OGs, getting their championships back. Uh, LAX is going to celebrate tonight. Also, tonight, uh, before I get to Matt Fado will be in action. And then, um, for the first time ever on national network television, the Mexican death match between Sammy Callahan and Pentagon Jr. This match is so dangerous that they moved, uh, Don Callis and I, our announce tables moved uh, from the ringside area up to the top of the stage uh, for tonight. So uh, expect a, a violent, bloody affair uh, between Sammy Callahan and uh, Pentagon Jr. So that's happening tonight. Um, for those of you that may or may not have seen yesterday, uh, we rolled out our Bound for Glory VIP packages that were supposed to go on sale Saturday. Uh, we had to do some tests yesterday, so we put them up for a little while, and within uh, three or four minutes, we sold uh, quite a few packages, and with that being said, we said, hey, uh, you know, we're the most uh, fan-friendly wrestling company. Uh, these are supposed to go up on Saturday, but people are waiting, clamoring for them. Let's just leave them up. So they are available right now, uh, and I can tell you this, uh, as of right now, we, we will add more, but as of right now, there are only six left uh, of those VIP packages that uh, retail for three ninety nine. dollars and we have so many great things lined up for our VIP fans um, uh, for Bound for Glory weekend. Uh, you may or may not have seen that Legends of the Ring, we're going to be a part of that on Saturday, a uh, huge wrestling convention in Monroe, New Jersey. Uh, and then uh, we're working on a few other things, some special events on Saturday. Uh, on Monday, I'm working with, uh, Ross doesn't even know this, uh, Sam Roberts, who uh, you guys probably know, wrestling journalist, uh, I think, Everyone who wins their championship match at Bound for Glory is going to go uh, into Midtown Manhattan and talk to Sam about their, their matches and, and, and working on the details of that. Uh, but I'm pretty confident that that will happen. So that's going to happen the Monday after Bound for Glory. Uh, we've got Impact Mexico uh, right around the corner, uh, September 13th and 14th. Uh, we've got Las Vegas in, in November. Uh, so obviously a lot of big things are happening in impact right now as we race towards the end of this year and get ready for next year. But I think there's so many just uh, some fun things happening that we can all look forward to at the end of, uh, of 2018. I mean, MediaCon happening in Manchester and all the matches that are taking place there. 
those first time ever matches, Jimmy Havoc versus Sammy Callahan. It's like a barbed wire, crazy baseball bat match now. Um, that's going to be thrilling. Uh, the Chris Jericho Cruz, LAX versus the Young Bucks. Uh, I mean, I can go on and on. Um, all this information, of course, is available at ImpactWrestling.com. And uh, just get ready for, for what we have in store coming up uh, the rest of 2018. Uh, with that said, if anybody has any questions, Rafa, I'll take a few now before we get to your uh, prestigious guest this week. All right, but, you know, just in case you forgot, Josh, the Impact Wrestling Media Teletransmission's live stream is presented by Pluto TV. Watch over 100 channels of movies, news, sports, and more completely free on any streaming device. Download the FNA. Pluto TV is free TV. You, you know why that you made me wait for that, right? I always try to make you wait. I, I know why. It's because you forgot about the read and you were scrambling to look for the card that you wrote that information on. Yeah, that's not true. But we will open up a few questions for Josh at this point. Any questions directly for Josh Matthews? Uh, star six to get in queue, and uh, please limit to one question, one question only. Identify yourself and your media outlet. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press star six. If you want to truly style and profile and tell it like it is, you got to be wearing the official T-shirt. Head over right now to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. That is the official merchandise store of Gurick.net. Eight great designs, $17.99. Plus shipping and handling will get you one of our shirts. Check them out today, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. They ship internationally, domestically, PayPal, debit, credit, you name it, they got it. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. And for the latest in pro wrestling news, keep it locked to Gurick.net, your number one source on the World Wide Web for the latest in pro wrestling news since 1997. This is Ian Carey from SE Scoops. Josh, you're uh, going to be traveling a fair bit next month. You're going to be uh, both in the UK and you're going to be in Mexico. I'm wondering uh, what you think the uh, differences are going to be between the two live crowds. Well, I've been to both uh, the UK and Mexico in the past uh, for wrestling shows and you know, I think that uh, the great thing about wrestling fans is despite uh, our cultural background differences, I think at the end of the day, we're all fans of the sport. And I know the fans in the UK have always been great to impact, and uh, they're, they're excited for us to return in September. So I think they'll be a, a great crowd. And this is the first wrestling media con, so as we kind of... Uh, you know, move through the, the waters of putting this all together, um, you know, everyone's just excited, and I think it's a great opportunity to get back over to Manchester. Manchester is a city that we absolutely love, and, uh, you know, the same thing goes for Mexico. Uh, Impact has never broadcast from Mexico before, so it, it's going to be great. I, the last time I was there, uh, I was there for WWE when we were there for Raw SmackDown, and then I went to Triple Mania, I believe it was Triple Mania, a couple of years ago with Triple A. And if it wasn't Triple Mania, it was a Triple A show, and, and, and they treated us great, and I uh, look forward to going back. Great, great, thank you. Hey, Josh, uh, this is Oliver from Sportsfeeder. Okay, uh, so there are rumors of Jericho coming to Impact Wrestling. Can you confirm or deny this? I can't do either. 
um, because, you know, anything's possible in, in wrestling and anything's possible uh, in, in today's wrestling scene for sure. Uh, if I were to confirm it, I would be lying, and if I were to deny it, I'd be lying. Uh, I, I can't say either way. If it were to happen, would I be surprised? Not really. Um, I would be thrilled if it happened, but I, I uh, you know, I think that if you look at everything and the involvement that we have with the Jericho Cruz and all of that, I think that uh, all signs point to uh, to hopefully as a fan that something will happen. Hi, Josh. This is uh, Nick Hausman of Thanks so much, so much for taking the time today. Of course. Uh, I was uh, wondering, is there any chance you guys will be doing a Bound for Glory series tournament this year leading into it? This year, no. Uh, I don't think there's any plans to do that, but there are some plans to bring back some things uh, that I think the fans will really like. So I'm going to just throw that out there and leave it at that. Okay, awesome. Thanks so much, Josh. Yep. Hey Josh, how you doing? This is Jeff Mark from Last Stop Podcast and LastStopPodcast.com. Um, of course, you guys, uh, Bound for Glory is coming back to, uh, you know, into New York. How important is it for you guys when you're evaluating certain markets that you guys want to, uh, you know, do something in New York and, and, and get that market like New York and Philadelphia and Connecticut? How important is that for you guys when you're looking at where you wanted to, uh, you know, you know, put this event on? I'm so biased because I spent uh, 13 years living in New York, so uh, to me, it's, it's like my second home. Uh, so to be able to go back uh, and to uh, go back with impact and to use all the contacts and the resources, you know, it's one thing to, to ask uh, Ross and I to put together some events in, in Ottawa where neither of us have, have probably spent much time, but, you know, to, to be able to do events in New York and things like that, uh, it just makes it easier. And then, you know, it's... it's it's the greatest city in the world, and to be able to have our show from there, and then to be able to extend it to, you know, we're going to go into Manhattan, and we're going to we're going to bring the talent there, and, and we're going to try to probably most likely stream those events when they go there. We're going to go to uh, to MediaCon in, in uh, excuse me to uh, to Legends of the Ring in New Jersey, and just be able to stretch and reach and do those things throughout the weekend. Um, I know that uh, I, without giving too much detail, we're working on something special with. Johnny Impact uh, for a few days before Bound for Glory in New York. So all those things together, I think that at the end of the day, when it's all said down on Wednesday, when uh, the airplane's leaving and I'm looking at the Manhattan skyline in the background, I think we'll be very happy with what we uh, produced and what we did over those uh, four, five, six days. Well, thank you. Hey, Josh, this is Dick Fear from Ego Total Israel. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, so, uh, Impact is a global touring right now with uh, Mexico taping the upcoming and uh, the England tour is upcoming. Uh, there is a chance on your behalf or maybe the company behalf that maybe in the future, in the near future, Impact will come to Israel and uh, do a global tour, maybe tapings? I think that'd be great. Uh, you, you know, obviously, I don't think anything... Uh, we shouldn't leave any stone unturned. So to come to Israel would be uh, would be amazing. Uh, I would welcome that opportunity. All righty, Joshua. I appreciate your time. I know the media does as well. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow in uh, New York. Yeah, listen, Ross. If you're sick tomorrow, send a proxy to come get me and, and drive me around. I, I can't be around sickness. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine, Josh. Don't worry about it. Got the top hat. We're all good to go. 
Hey, uh, real quick to that point, uh, and then I know you guys want to want to talk. Uh, but uh, tomorrow is, uh, or of course Saturday is the day that tickets go on sale officially for Bound for Glory. That happens at 1 p.m. Eastern time. You can go to impactwrestling.com for all the details. And then if you're anywhere near Binghamton, uh, New York, which is upstate, uh, well, three hours away from the city, uh, come and join us and come to our party at Peterson's Tavern at 12. Battle stream live on Twitch and uh, all the information is at impactwrestling.com. And also Saturday, if you're anywhere near Toronto, go check out the Destiny show, also featuring Impact. So two big shows this weekend for us as we move towards Bound for Glory. And with that said, Ross, I bid you adieu. Goodbye, guys. See you tomorrow. That said, let's welcome in our uh, special guest for the week. I gotta find him uh, on the finger and open up his phone line. Joe Henry, welcome. Give me one second here, Joe Henry. Welcome to the Impact Wrestling Media Teleconference. Joe Henry! It's how you're supposed to say it, I'll, I'll let you off on this occasion. Well, I didn't think I could do it as well as you could. You would be correct in that assumption. Alright, well. Welcome to Impact Wrestling. You gotta be thrilled to uh, step in the ring now with, uh, you know, all the big guys now. Well, yeah, I mean, joining Impact Wrestling has been a huge step in my career. It just feels like the right place at the right time. I couldn't be more thrilled. Um, and, you know, I can speak honestly and say that Impact has been amazing in letting me do what I do. And, you know, I think what I've noticed since I've been there is there's a real element of working with the talent to bring out the best in us. And it's just been, we've been working hard, but it's just been fun. It's just been fun from the get-go. When everybody's having fun working hard, you produce great stuff. And that's what myself and Grado and uh, Kat Rune have been trying to do. And it's just been a blast so far. So it's been amazing to be a part of the roster this far. Well, no doubt, Joe. Everybody wants to know what's up with you, Grado, Carino. What's going on there? Well, I mean, I think it's just a celebration of platonic friendship, you know? That's, that's all it really is. I know there's some weird things being said online about, you know, myself and Katarina, but I can assure you, we are, we are just good friends. All right, well, we'll, we'll take you at your word for sure on that. Uh, finally, uh, I want to ask you about uh, Toronto. We finished up taping that uh, Rebel Entertainment uh, about 10 days ago, for the uh, 14th, 13th of the final day there. Um, your thoughts on the Toronto tapings? Um, well, again, that was a phenomenal experience for a number of reasons. Uh, one of them was I got to uh, wrestle Tyson Dukes, who's someone I've got a lot of respect for. Uh, we wrestled a match for Explosion. And uh, we found out that day that we were going to get um, basically the... We were going to get the privilege of, of helping someone who's in a, a tough situation. There's an amazing uh, young kid called Stephen. Uh, he's seven years old and he suffers from, uh, from a, I'm going to try and pronounce this correctly, I think it's a Chiari malformation, which is basically a condition where the, the brain tissue extends in the spinal canal. So it's been a really, you know, it's, it, this kid's had a real tough time. Only seven years old and he's just had like two back-to-back brain surgeries and all he wanted was to, you know, come along and be involved with Impact Wrestling. So what we did is not only did he come down to the ring with me, we kind of did the, the ring entrance together, um, but he also, at, once the match was finished, he got to get in the ring and, uh, and Tim Tyson Dukes as well, which was a lot of fun for him. And, um, you know, it was just... You have all these kind of landmark moments in your career where, you know, I've had a lot of big things happen in my career, but that one was, you know, one of the biggest for a different reason because, you know, when you're, when you're pursuing your goals and your dreams, you're, you're kind of, you know, you've got this laser focus on what you want to achieve, but 
you know, moments like that just reminds you of the impact that you can have on young people and, you know, people who need our help. And, you know, just it, it was amazing to to just be a part of something. And I was able to on the impact kind of trusted me with doing that. And um, Stephen had an amazing time. And it was it's hilarious. I, uh, I, he asked me to autograph his shirt. So I autographed his shirt. And then he said, well, now that you've autographed my shirt, I'm going to have to autograph yours. So I've got a shirt with Stephen's uh, writing on it here. Um, also, we're going to send them, um, I've got these uh, knee pad covers, one of them's a, a Scotland flag, and another one's my logo, and I'm going to kind of sign them and send them off to them as well, and um, we're going to send them some toys and stuff, but the main thing is we've been keeping in touch with the family, because I think what we want to do here is we don't want to just, you know, do have this, this uh you know, there's one amazing thing and just leave it at that. We've been, you know, and myself along with many other members of the roster, we've been, uh, we've been keeping in touch with Stephen and Stephen's family along the way. So, um, yeah, it was a really sort of humbling experience and I, I hope that, you know, now that I've done this, um, I hope that's the tip of the iceberg for how not only can we perform at the highest level as professional wrestlers, but also how we can kind of give something back to our fans who need it, you know. Well, I will say to the media, if you have not seen a couple of video footages of, of what Joe's talking about with uh, seven-year-old Stephen, I know it's on uh, Joe's social media. Please look for it. It's very special moments. That said, we'll move on to some media questions. So, if you have questions for Joe, star six to get into. As mentioned, please, one question, one question only, and identify yourself and your media outlet. Hey, Mr. Hendry, it's James from Wrestling Epicenter. It's a pleasure to talk to you. You too. All right. So one of my favorite things whenever you're listed on the card is to see what you're going to do with your entrance. And it's been a lot of fun. In particular, your more recent one with Eli Drake was hysterical. And I found myself humming it throughout the rest of the night. I just wanted to find out the songs that you put together, is that a collaborative effort or is that kind of from your, your brain alone? Well, I think as I was saying earlier, one of the cool things that, about the relationship so far is this is such a rarity, especially this level of wrestling, but Impact have really kind of given me the creative space and the creative freedom to go away, and they, the fact that they trust me with these, so literally with these entrances, all I have to do is show up with a file. You know, I show up with a file, and that's what they're going to play. They have that level of trust um, for, you know, a television product of the quality of Impact Wrestling. That, to me kind of speaks volumes about how closely impact, how serious impacts are about working with the talent. So as for those songs, um, you know, I've been allowed to just go away and really, you know, think about um, what, how are we going to entertain the fans? What's, what's the, the best possible music video that I can produce to entertain the fans and, and, you know, live attendance and on television as well? The real challenge this time has been I've had to come away from uh, parodies because, I mean, here's the thing, even though parody is protected under fair use, we didn't really want to get in any, you know, any kind of uh, issues with, you know, use copyright and things like that. So we're like, you know what, let's just do original songs. So thus far, we've, we've you know, five original songs are done. We kind of took a step back and thought, well, actually, that's, that's half an album right there, which, uh, 
which gets us thinking. You know, I'm not going to say any more than that, but you know, it's, it's definitely, definitely got us thinking about what we can do uh, music-wise. So that's been that's been a lot of fun. Um, so I kind of do the songs, uh, but when it comes to the the stuff that we're doing on the show, there is a real collaborative process. You know, and the cool thing about Empire Wrestling is everybody's involved. Like, I mean, when you think about the um, I think that's one of the reasons that the company is moving in such a great positive direction is that everybody's working together, everybody knows what everybody's doing, and everybody's chipping in to help everybody out. You know, I, I mean, and that comes from a professional wrestling standpoint, but also from the, the segments and promos that we're doing as well. I mean, I couldn't, it would take me all, all day pretty much to sit here and go through every time that someone in Impact has helped me with something and helped me improve something and refine something. So I'd say the product is certainly a collaborative the process and um, the songs and uh, I'm taking care of those but beyond that uh, it's a real collaborative process beautiful thank you so much no problem thanks hi this is Ian Carey with SEScoops.com uh, Joe you signed with Impact Hello. back hi <laughs> you signed with Impact back in May and less than two months later Anthem Sports and Entertainment launched the Fight Network in the UK where, I don't know if you know this, you're something of a local hero. Uh, when you signed with Impact, were there any discussions concerning part of your role with Impact being to get more UK eyeballs on the product? Well, I mean, I think that there's, when a, a company signs a talent, there's got to, you know, there's a number of reasons why that can take place. And I think, you know, Impact were very open about the fact that they did that. You may remember, um, Earlier in the year, they did uh, a scouting tour of the UK to look at UK talent. And I guess one of the reasons is because, you know, the UK has historically been such a stronghold for impact wrestling. It, you know, it just makes sense to kind of reignite that and re-tap into that. And, you know, if I can kind of help facilitate that, then that's a huge honor because, quite honestly, I've been following the product since 2003. So it's an honor to be here. But when I, uh, basically how it all started was I was asked to meet with Scott, Don, and Ed, which right there, when you're you're being asked to meet with, you know, three of the senior executives and the fact that they're going to give you that time, uh, there was no expectations on either side. They asked me to come down and just meet with them and see what I was about. They asked me what my goals were in wrestling, and I told them right there and then, as I would always say, and as I have since the first day I got into the business, I'm not here to make up the numbers. I'm here to be the world champion. I'm here to be number one in the business. And I felt that the impact were really um, responsive to to my, my work ethic. You know, And I made it clear that I'm going to do what, whatever I need to do to 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 progress and get to the next level and whether it be the videos, the matches, my physique, whatever it is, you know, I'm just here to work hard and I want to commit 100% somewhere. And I think that they heard that a few months went by and then we got talking because actually in between I competed for Scotland in the Commonwealth Games. So that was, you know, I was away in Australia for over a month. And then when I came back, um, we, you know, we, we got going pretty quickly um, and it's just been it's it's been awesome so far. It's been to be honest with you, when you dream of being a wrestler, this is really what it is. This this is what I I'd hoped for. This is an environment where you know everyone's treated well. Um, we're all going out. We're, we're doing our best. We're working together as a team, and it's just you know hand on heart. It's a real positive place to be. And for me, the thing that gets me excited is when we get the you know I I got the sense that they were going to let me be me. You know they weren't going to. Um, trying to make me change what I was doing, they were going to enhance what I was doing, and I feel that's what we've been able to do. And if, you know, me doing that can help um, us, you know, 
further build, you know, this stronghold that, you know, because historically that's what the UK has been for impact, then, you know, that would be, uh, I'd be delighted about that. The more we can do in the UK, the better. That's awesome. Thanks so much. No problem. Joe, we're going to go to a uh, question here from Jamie Z, who would like to know, if you could sing a duet on impact with any living person, who would it be? And if you could sing a duet with someone on the roster already, who would it be? Um, okay, so on the roster, probably Fowler, because, you know, I, I believe he's a man of few words. So, you know, I just like to hold all the attention. That's one option. Um, another one would be... Um, I, you know what, I think me and Gredo should do a collaboration. I think we should collaborate on a single. I think that'd be, that'd be pretty funny. Uh, but you know what, I'm going to have to hark back to earlier in this call. If I could have a duet with any living person or a sing-off, if you will, I mean, who else can you say but, but Chris Jericho? You know, that guy has really kind of, I guess, a huge influence for me. He, uh, he showed, you know, that wrestlers can be multifaceted and multi-talented. Someone that I've looked up to, I've already wrestled a lot of the wrestlers that I look up to, but Chris Jericho's on that list. So if, uh, if, you, if you're asking me that question, I'm going to have to say it. I think a single for Chris Jericho to get some numbers. For all of your pro wrestling news, check out Gerwick.net, your number one source for wrestling news since 1997. Hey, Joe, Mike Tankow from Windy City Slam. How are you doing today? Hello. I'm doing well, thanks. Yourself? I'm good. Our question for you... Um, pertains to your background in the UK. Uh, a lot of guys have mm-hmm. come through the UK over the years, like um, William Regal, um, mm-hmm. Wade Barrett, guys like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of those guys influential to you? And could you also talk about the influence of the UK product on wrestling around the world today? Okay. Um, well, yeah, I do. I know, I know both uh, gentlemen. I think that... Um, and both have been hugely influential in, in my career, actually, and credit where, where credit is due. And I think that, you know, um, William Regal has been really helpful to me when, whenever I've had the chance to kind of uh, learn from him, um, whether it be at tryouts or, or things of that nature. He's, you know, very generous with uh, the part of knowledge to the younger talent, as is Wade Barrett as well. I think Wade Barrett is, uh, you know, Stu Bennett, as he's now known as. It would be, a, you know, he's a huge acquisition for any company. And um, he's got that kind of main event experience where he can just, again, as a lot of the guys in the Impact roster do, they can just kind of step in for a second to, you know, and speak to the younger talent like himself and go, you know, you maybe thought of doing this this way. Uh, with, uh, sorry, Stu Bennett has been great. Um, I've, I've had the privilege of working with him on, on many shows um, where he has... Um, provided, you know, a lot of kind of help and influence for myself as well. So um, not only that, I've had the opportunity to learn directly from, I spent a lot of time in the ring with Robbie Brookside, with Marty Jones, even Johnny Saint. So um, I think also when you look at the style of wrestling nowadays, you know, British wrestling is, uh, to me, is a beautiful style of wrestling. Um, it's just, it's, it's smooth, it's efficient, it's believable. British wrestling is really where it's at for me. And it's something, hey, I'm, I'm still a, an absolute student of the game when it comes to that. And I'm hoping I can bring a little bit of that to Impact Wrestling. You know, if that's, if that's something that I can bring that's maybe a little different, that's what I'm going to try to do. So, that, you know, I will never forget the influence that the UK has had on my wrestling career. Um, it's one of the reasons why, you know, I've got the Scotland flag on the trunks. I've also got the England flag and the British flag because in freestyle wrestling I won both the English and the British championships. So I do have 
the, the British flag on my uh, on my boots and on on my, my trunks as well. And you know, part of that is the homage to the uh, to the influence that it's had in my career. I think it's a phenomenal style of wrestling, and you know, something I look forward to. I'm always working away at. I look forward to showcasing it in Impact Wrestling. Thank you, Joe. No problem. Thank you. Hi, Joe. It's Josh from Steelshare Magazine. How you doing? Hello, welcome. Who's that? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Um, so, we've seen you uh, develop your character over time, obviously, whether that be the local hero in ICW, to the prestigious one in WCPW or Defiant, as it's now known, um, to the Joe Hendry that you see today in Impact. Um, what's it been like to combine the multiple parts of your persona that you've built over the years? Um, and will we see more shades of the prestigious one in time to come? Well, that's a great question. Thanks for that. I think basically the the what I, what I tend what I tend to find in wrestling is when you introduce someone into wrestling, they start in a very kind of overt, over the top introduction, and then as time goes on, you get to see the intricacies of their personality. And that to me was the change between the local hero to the prestigious one. So now I am the prestigious one, and that's very much an evolution because the local hero, when people say that, they associate that with you know just the entrances. Whereas I became the prestigious one after I wrestled Kurt Angle, and I became the prestigious one when I when I won the British uh, Freestyle Wrestling Amateur uh, Championships. Um, that I want, I needed a name that was kind of. I, it was actually I got some great advice from um, you know some some big names in the business who said, look, the local hero is just it's it's never going to get beyond this point on the card. And as I said, I've always regarded myself as someone who's striving to be in the main event. That doesn't necessarily always have to be your role every given second, but you need to be someone that is able to step into the main event at any given time. And I feel the prestigious one, uh, you know, I can do the entrances and you incorporate the entertainment aspect by any given moment. You can just, you know, you can turn it on like a switch and you can become, you know, you can increase the intensity and things like that. So like I say, I've never, you know, with regards to like, you know, when we talk about character and things like that, all I can really do is, it's, it's cliche, but it's so true. It's just, we're just, you know, I'm most comfortable when I'm just really speaking the truth, but turn up the volume, you know. And I think that's what the prestigious one is. And that's what that's what I, I strive to be. Um, and you know, the main event is long term what I'm going for. So you know, I think that um, the what, I, what I've tried to be, what I've prided myself on, is being one of the most well-rounded uh, performers. And that's what I'm that's what I'm aiming to become. So you know, we're showing, like I say, we're showing you the you're getting to see the entrances, the the custom songs and stuff like that. But just know at any given moment, you know, you can see that more intense side of the prestige so when the time calls for it. Awesome. Thank you very much. Good to speak to you. No problem. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. And you're going to switch to a two-part question. First from uh, R.J. King, the second half from yep. Roger Craig. R.J. would like to know what is your all-time favorite video game and why. And then mm-hmm. uh, we also want to know if you ever played the old Impact Wrestling video games and will you ever play it on prestigious Tuesdays? Good question. Um, favorite all-time video game? That's a tough one. I think if I was forced to pick one, I think there's a difference between favorite and best. You know, just like there is all entertainment. Like your favorite doesn't necessarily what you would need to be what you would need to recognize as the best. You know, as a kid, I like the Sonic games. I still like them. I play them on the uh, the stream all the time on prestigious Tuesdays. But um, I think if you ask me for the best game. My my favorite. Oh, it's, it's tough. That's that's really tough. It's either I think 
it's got to be one of the Sonic games or Final Fantasy VII or Metal Gear Solid 3. Those are just that. Uh, those are pretty sensational. Um, as for the old Impact Wrestling video game, yes, I have that. I have that in my possession for the GameCube. Um, and once we get our hands on a capture card, I think, you know, it would, once we hit a certain milestone, whether it be, you know, doing prestigious Tuesdays for three months, six months, whatever, or a certain, certain number, I think we should wheel out the, uh, the old Impact Wrestling video game and I'll probably play through it as like, you know, uh, a pro- I, I used to go shark boy, you know, because why not? And then that's the thing about the Impact Wrestling video game. Well, the other wrestling games were super serious, you know, like I, I played a lot of other, you know, like Fire Pro Wrestling and stuff like that. The Impact Wrestling game is just all kind of fun, and, and it was just a really, really, the control system was super responsive, and the graphics were great for the time. It was a stacked roster. It was a great underrated video game, and I'd love to see another Impact Wrestling video game, but yes, I think we'll have to roll that out on the stream sometime soon. Yes, hello, Joe. It's a pleasure to speak with you. This is Aaron Barbel from Wrestling Inc. Um, you uh, are a great addition to the Impact roster with your master's degree in business and marketing and a decade with filming music. Um, are, is Impact Wrestling utilizing all of your abilities and possibly a backstage aspect? Could you repeat that one more time? Sorry, there's a bit of interference on my end. Can you just repeat that one more time, please? Sorry about that. Um, I was just saying that um, you are multifaceted in and out of the ring with your master's degree in business and marketing and a decade under your belt at Sony Music. Uh, is Impact Wrestling possible utilizing your skills in a backstage capacity? Um, so first of all, I have to unfortunately dispel a mistruth, and that was uh, this, it, for some reason, and someone once said that I was signed to Sonic for 10 years, and no matter how much I deny it, it just became the truth. Maybe I should just roll with it, you know? But no, unfortunately, <laughs> I was never signed to Sonic. We, uh, we went there and we met with two of the big executives at RCA, two of the top dogs at RCA, and became real close to doing a deal, but it didn't happen. Um, I got offered an independent deal, which was going from another label, which was going to tie me down for seven years. And, you know, I enjoyed, I love music, but it was my secondary dream, and I thought, am I going to tie myself down for seven years, which would have taken me to 32 at the time, or am I just going to get going and do what I really wanted to do, which was pro wrestling, which thankfully I did, because we're sitting right here, and i got two years to spare. I would be under that contract for another two years. But anyway, so that's the, that's, uh, the, the scoop on that one. Um, but as for uh, you know, a, a backstage role, like... For, I think you have to, like, you know, I've done commentary before, I've, I've helped out backstage before in other companies, but for me, like, my focus is being an in-ring competitor. Not only that, we have got some of the best uh, in the business working backstage. You know, again, I could go through everybody, but there's just so many great phenomenally talented people working backstage, you know, whether it's Sanjay or, or Jim Jacobs or Gail Kim or Abyss or, you know, Eric and the, 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 um, the production team. I'm going to miss, you know, I'm going to miss people out, but just, you know, they trust me. Impact Wrestling has got it covered with decades of experience backstage. They don't need Joe Hendry singing. Uh, they, they've, uh, I'm best utilized as a, as a talent at this point. Thanks so much. No problem, thanks. Hi, Ryan Bowman from thegorillaposition.com. Uh, we talk a lot about the growth 
Hi. We talked a lot about the growth of uh, UK wrestling in general, but Scotland specifically has really grown a lot in the last five years. Can you uh, touch on how much the Scottish wrestling scene has changed since guys like you and Grado were first breaking in? Well, actually, I've been really fortunate in that I started training in 2013. So I have been, you know, I've been a worker for, I've been on shows coming up almost five years. So I've, I've been really fortunate in that when I stepped into Scottish wrestling, that's when it really started to boom. And um, one of the things that I think, there were some key things that I think really, really triggered it. Um, and a few key people, actually people who are, you know, one is on the Impact Wrestling roster right now and one is a former champion. Obviously, Grado's explosion in popularity certainly uh, was a huge factor in the explosion of Scottish wrestling through uh, ICW, but also um, when uh, Drew Galloway um, was there, I feel that he was a real kind of locker room leader. And, you know, I think he, you know, being a former Impact Wrestling World Champion as well, just goes to show the, the caliber of talent that he was. He's one of the people that I learned most from, I think. So I think Grado certainly helped to get that sort of mainstream attention, but I think that Gallery really helped to kind of um, instill the right uh, kind of locker room vibe backstage. And, uh, you know, he was kind of, he was, he was our, our locker room leader. And I think having that in place, as well as the explosion in popularity, but as well as all the people who had been carrying the scene forward when, you know, things weren't so hot. There were, you know, a lot of the people who you see on shows still in Scotland were the ones that were carrying the scene forward. So I'm really, to be honest with you, I'm more a beneficiary from, uh, than, you know, someone who was there early on. I've been very fortunate when I came into wrestling. I'll never forget the hard work that went on before and also which is still going on today. Another thing is we've got really top quality training schools here as well. Um, so the, the standard is just phenomenal. It's a great place to, uh, to start wrestling. Joe, we'll move to a question from Jerry P. He would like to know, who is your favorite football team? Now this is, uh, I promised my, my dad that if I was ever asked this question, I would say Heart of Midlothian, which is Hearts, which is a, an Edinburgh team, which all my family love with all their, their heart, if you will, forgive the pun. But unfortunately, I never gravitated towards um, football or soccer, as it's called in America. It was just never for me, so much so that when my dad took me to a Hearts game, I was doing my maths homework while I was there because I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want to be... At, I was at a game I didn't want to be at, so I thought I might as well use this time effectively. So I, I preferred doing algebra to watching football, which is unfortunate for my family, I, but I promised them I would say hearts. So I hope that's, that's an acceptable answer. Did you look past the algebra test? Joe, you know I, I, I did at that point. Um, I didn't have great grades for maths at the start of, of high school, but I pulled it back towards the end. Like we say, we've got, my, we've got a business degree, that's all the maths. Let's focus on the big picture, Ross. Come on. Hi, Joe. Uh, this is Anirban from Sportsida in India. So, your singing gimmick is one of the best things in the wrestling world right now. Uh, did any previous wrestler inspire you to adopt this gimmick? Um, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, I think it's one of those things where everyone has their, their influences for sure. I mean, my uh, big influences, I'd say, uh, again, uh, it's probably you're, you're talking about, so 
Kurt Angle was a huge influence for me, who again had the chance to, to wrestle, um, which was a phenomenal experience. Um, the Rock was the reason I kind of got into the business, and so I hope to kind of. Well, the thing about The Rock is when people would say, you know, um, when people wouldn't necessarily understand why I like wrestling, I would show them one of his promos, and then they would understand. So I wanted to create content that could do the same. So I wanted to create videos that non-wrestling fans would find appealing. And actually, that was one of the things that was brought up to me when I was, you know, it was discussed that I might uh, come on board for Impact Wrestling, is that the executives had told me that someone they knew um, who um, didn't often go to, to indie shows had gone to one to see one of my entrances and were like, wait a second, if, if he's managed to, to drag you to a wrestling show, we need to see what this is. So it was actually, um, you know, someone who didn't attend a whole lot of indie shows outside of their own work that they were doing had come to see me and had passed on that information to Impact Wrestling Management, which made them check out my videos. So that philosophy has really carried me to this point. So I'd say that they're all from a sort of charisma point of view, Kurt Angle from an in-ring point of view, an intensity point of view, and he was one of the people that inspired me to get into freestyle wrestling because I only started that at like 26, but I knew I needed to add that intensity level to my game to kind of again step into those those main event slots. Um, but also again, uh, Jericho's a huge influence as well because again, really showed that wrestlers can be multifaceted entertainers. Um, you know, there's obviously uh, Ric Flair is a huge influence as well. Ric Flair was uh, probably my main inspiration when I when I started doing the prestigious one when you know when I was uh, charging people a hundred dollars for uh, to, to get a picture with within three meters and all that stuff. That was uh, that was a definite uh, Ric Flair influence there. Well, thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Hey, Joe, we've got multiple questions. Wanting to know your thoughts about facing Eli Drake at Wrestling MediaCon and what other matches on the card are you looking forward to? Okay, cool. Um, basically, obviously, one of the one of the things that I think people have to give Impact Wrestling credit for now is the fact that they give the fans what they want to see. It's as simple as that. When it was announced that I was joining Impact Wrestling, you can look at the Twitter notifications. Every single one of them was like, you need to do Hendry versus Eli Drake. You need to do Hendry versus Eli Drake. And the very first taping, that's what we gave to the fans. And that, to me, really showed that well, we were just going to do that matchup because of fan suggestion. That, to me, said, you know, this is, this is a company that's given the fans what they want to see. So, and I think that's a confrontation that people were interested in seeing. So we We've now had two matches. I won once, he won the other. So it looks like we're going to finally set up on my home soil at uh, WrestleMediaCon, which is, uh, you know, I couldn't be more thrilled to be uh, on the show when Impact comes back to the UK. And, you know, obviously, I, you know, it's my job to make fun of Eli at every opportunity. Um, but I think it's a, for me, it's a big step because, you know, all jokes aside, Eli Drake's a former world champion. And, you know, if we're going to be honest for a second, uh, he is uh, one of the most charismatic guys in the business right now. He has uh, an aura about him. He has a stark quality about him. And I think you have to challenge yourself in the business to say, you know what? I'm going to step up to that level and I'm going to show that I've got what it takes to compete at this level as well. So that's why I went right after him with the videos because there's no other way to do it. I had to make my stamp on it and say, listen, I'm here, I'm establishing myself and who better to go against than someone like Eli Drake who is, who's just got a phenomenal upside in the business. You know, I'm not going to take anything away from him, but at the same time, 
there's definitely a competition between us. You know, everyone on that roster is fighting, scratching, and clawing for spots. And um, but that's you need you need that competition on the roster. So you know, I love facing uh, the, the absolute best of the best. And Eli Drake, as I say, is a former world champion. He's a former world champion for a reason. So basically, you're going to get to see a match that basically, in my opinion, is a pay-per-view main event quality match that could be a world title match. That's two huge characters, two huge personas going against each other, and you're getting a WrestleMania come. So that's a huge uh, matchup for me. Um, also, I'm looking forward to on the card. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Sammy Callahan versus uh, Jimmy Havoc. That's going to be insanity. Um, you know, again. Here's the thing about the Impact Wrestling roster. It is just absolutely stacked right now. Um, again, Sammy Callahan is definitely someone who I want to get in the ring with. I think I think he's one of the top talents in the business today. As simple as that. I think he's one of the absolute top talents in the business today. I just uh, 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 true professional, uh, a main eventer, um, and he's, you know, rightfully so, he's, uh, uh, he's, he's someone that people are talking about right now, so that's, that's a matchup that I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Lana Austin make her debut as well. I think she's one of the most uh, underrated talents in the United Kingdom. I've always been wondering, you know, why has she never had a shot with a major organization, and I'm glad to see that Impact Wrestling have recognized that and are giving her a shot. Um, against the Undead Bride as well. So I'm that, you know, I think that's a great move for Pro Impact Wrestling as well. Um, let me have a think. Um, let me just have a, no, I know there's a, so we've got, um, bear with me one quick second. Um, also, I think um, Matt Seidel, Rich Swan, uh, Trevor Lee as well. That's gonna, you know, that's gonna just be super fast paced. I think the cool thing about the, honestly, the who could forget? You've got Jody Flesh and uh, Johnny Wicked uh, against um, LAX as well. That's gonna be phenomenal. Because um, again, that's like the, that's kind of like the yesteryear of uh, British wrestling going against the current generation in Impact Wrestling, you know. But it's just, again, with Jody Flesh and Johnny Storm, I remember watching them on Impact Wrestling back in the early 2000s. So to see them back, it's, it's phenomenal. It's going to be an awesome show. It's going to be a huge moment for Impact as well to get back in the UK. That's what I'm super excited about. Uh, hey, Joe, thank you for your time. This is Jeff Martin from the High Spot Podcast and HighSpotPodcast.com. Um, you were talking before about, you know, having creativity and having, like, you know, lesser reins uh, over there in Impact Wrestling. Do you think that's something that's important for wrestlers today to maybe have more range of their character than maybe have something that's, like, handed to them and be like, uh, here's bullet points or, or actually, no, here's a script and read this off of that? Or do you think it's it's more beneficial for the wrestler to, you know, try to, you know, either fail or succeed, you know, on their own when they're out there in the ring with the, with the fans? Um, I think that, you know, I think that all talents are different and that some talents are kind of, you know, if you've got someone who's been doing it for, you know, 20, 20 years, you know, who's at, at the top level, they're going to know, uh, exactly what they're going to want to say. You know, but at the end of the day, I think that it's, everybody's kind of working together. And the cool thing is, I can, again, hand on heart, never yet 
has someone said to me, nah, not interested in hearing about that. Not one time. Whenever I've had an idea or something to pitch, it's been listened to from at all levels of the company. And all levels of the company communicate with all levels. There's, there's, it's not like things kind of get lost in this hierarchy. You can, it is very easy to go and, and speak to the absolute top management about an idea that you have. And you're going to get a straight answer about whether that's going to work or whether that's not going to work. And having that, uh, I mean, it's just, even as simple as being able to have that level of communication, to know where you stand, but also to know that the very top management in the company are going to care and going to give up their time to help every single person from the main event to the opening match. You can go to anyone at any time and say, listen, I've got this idea. And that is just one of the coolest things about being a part of Impact Wrestling. So it's, it's, it really is a collaborative process. And like I say, when we're talking about the Toronto Tatums there, um, I must have worked with five different agents over there because the segments cross over. I must have worked with five different agents who all have things to add and advice to give me about the things that we're doing and the videos and, and things like that. So to have that care and attention from all levels, it's just it's it's just the perfect way to spell success for the company because we've got all this, this hungry talent with a wealth of experience backstage and everybody's kind of steered in the same direction. But still there is that level that is that healthy competition where everybody wants the top spots, everybody wants to be the champion, and that is exactly the way it should be. We've cultivated something special in Impact Wrestling right now. I know the world is our oyster if we keep going in this direction. Thank you so much. Thank you. Just a perfect segue to a question from uh, Andre Cobio of Wrestling with Wrestling.com. How was your experience with Guido? Taking you the sights and sounds of Toronto, where did you go and what did you guys do? <laughs> um, it was hilarious. We went on a we went on an open bus tour, and it was one of these things where let me explain Gredo to you. Gredo is he's one of the one of those charismatic people that I've met. That's a very unique kind of charisma. He's just got one of these personalities that people gravitate to, and he can make anything entertaining. So. The cool thing is, is that Gredo and I have actually become friends over the last few months. Like we always got on, but now we've become really good friends. So it just makes everything that we do, we just crack each other up even more than we were before. So it's a real kind of organic thing. It's like, I'll give you an example. So we were on the open top bus and it was like, you know, it was kind of, the, the people on the bus with us were, you know, rightfully so, more interested in uh, their open, open top bus tour of Toronto than they were about speaking to us. So we kind of just had a laugh with how cringy the situation was that no one was responding to what we were doing. So, you know, I tried to, uh, I tried to get a, a clap going on the bus. I tried to get people involved and it was just, I think the, uh, the, the, the clip that we put up got many thousands of hits just for the sheer cringe of us being there. But it was just an example of how we managed to turn something that was like, you know, a pretty tough situation to funny, but it was, it was cringy funny, you know. So it was, that, that was an awesome uh, experience. We just had the Twitch backpack on. We were going for a few hours. But also, like, again, it kind of bleeds into the backstage segments where we're just kind of going, well, why don't we try this and why don't we do this? And, I mean, it's, it's just... Every time that me and Gato do, we film the backstage segments and stuff like that, I'm trying my best not to laugh. And previously in my career, no one's been able to break me. Like, I'm always, you know, completely stone-faced. I will get through it. I will not be the person that laughs 
to the point where at the last tapings, I was like, thankfully they zoomed in when I was like laughing my ass off. And I was like, I'm going to get fired here because I can't stop laughing and wasting this time. But thankfully they didn't catch me. But that's how funny he is, man. It's like, I don't know how Impact Wrestling expects me to work with this guy and not just laugh for a start finishing camera. The guy's hilarious, so it's been awesome. Visit our YouTube channel, search Gerwick Report Podcast, and subscribe. Hey, Joe, this is a big fear from Israel. Igatova, how are you? Hello, I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. First of all, I want to say I'm a huge fan. Uh, I think all the parties are, are awesome. Me and my girlfriend, when we go to road trips, we have a Joe Henry uh, playlist and we listen to it all the way. The Venga Boy uh, boom on uh, Jack Jester, our yeah. favorite. And she just wants to say hello, just, uh, just, in, just for the information. Um, hello. <laughs> Uh, as the new star of the heavyweight division, and uh, you're facing Eli Drake on uh, you know, over at England, uh, a former heavyweight champion, as you said, uh, when can we see Joe Henry go for the Impact World title against uh, Austin Aries? And uh, if you had the chance to cut a promo on uh, Austin Aries, what do you have to say about him? Okay, so I'll... Uh I'll, I'll tackle each part of that. So basically, of course, it, it is my long-term goal to be the world champion in Impact Wrestling. I, I said that's what I said to the executives when we met in London. I, said, I was very frank about that. I said that's what, that's what my goal is. That's where I want to get to. And that to me is a, that's a long-term goal, that one. You know, I'm not, uh, basically my goal right now in Impact Wrestling is wherever I am on the card is to deliver the absolute best uh, the, the absolute, to, to be the absolute best that I can be within w- w- whatever I'm doing on the show, like I said, whether it be the opener or the main event, just to be the absolute best that I can be deliver the highest quality performance. Long term, however, my goal is to be the champion in the company and, you know, Hubert to face the Austin A's. Uh, the guy's unbelievable. He's been a champion everywhere he's been. He's, he's a phenomenal athlete. He's, he's an experienced veteran. He's, uh, he's great on the mic, phenomenal on the ring. Like, I mean, he's just, he's, he embodies what a world champion should be. So he has really set the standard for me of the level that you need to get to and the, the level that you need to keep uh, striving to get to. You know, if you want to be the world champion in Impact Wrestling, that's the benchmark right there. And I take that very seriously indeed. And like I said, that's a long-term goal for me. But absolutely, I see myself uh, going up against uh, Austin Aries. You know, I bring the legitimacy, I bring the charisma, and I think that's an exciting matchup that fans would love to see. However, if you think that I'm going to unveil what I would do for the video for facing Austin Aries, you're nuts. I'm, you know me, I'll never give it away. You'll have to wait till it happens. Thanks for asking. Thank you very much, Joe Hendry. Cheers, there we go. So prestigious. <laughs> the local hero. <laughs> no, so thank prestigious you. now. <laughs> so prestigious, thank you very much. There we go, thank you, cheers. You, you can keep going if you'd like. I'm sure Joe will like that. <laughs> so, so Joe, uh, what are your expectations uh, against uh, Eli Drake? Well, as I said, we've wrestled that twice already. He's won once. I, I, I won one, and now it's time to see who's gonna who's gonna win the trilogy. So, what I've faced him twice already. I know what to expect. He's a big, powerful, explosive dude. Um, I think he's you know he's he's big. He's strong. I think I bring a quickness. Uh, and I think I have the technique advantage. So I know what my strategy is going to be going in. 
Well, uh, Joe, we're wrapping up with that, but I, we do get one final question here from St. Remy, and I'm just sure. going to throw it out there, and you can answer it as you'd like. St. Remy would like sure. to know, want to grab a pint at the Royal Oak later? Um, I, I mean, I'm assuming that's a, a pub somewhere. Um, I, I guess I'm going to Google the Royal Oak right now. Uh, I'm assuming there's probably about, oh, oh, maybe 40 Royal Oaks in the UK. So they're going to have to be more specific. I'm counting away there. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. I've counted 90. Oh, wait, there's more. 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. I've, I've zoomed in to the point where you can see the, the whole of the UK, and there's already 30 Royal Oaks. So I'm going to need to be, I'm going to need some more specific information next time. Either that or a lot of drinking. Say that again? It's either that or a lot of drinking. I'm an athlete, Ross. Come on now. Come on now. All right. Well, Joe, we'll wrap it up with that. I appreciate your time. Uh, floor is open for a final thought. Is this for me or for a final question from someone else? No, from you. Okay, for me. Um, well, I just want to thank everyone for joining uh, today. I want to thank, um, you know, I appreciate Impact giving me the opportunity to do the media call. Um, you know, again, that's something else I've been trusted with. I appreciate it. Um, basically, I, what I kind of want to get across to, to here is the thing what people probably want to know from me is I've kind of touched on it already, but from a talent perspective, what it's like to work in Impact Wrestling. I hope I've given you guys a uh, a good kind of indication of, of what's going on and what we're trying to do here. And it really feels, you know, it really feels like something special is going on here. It just feels everything's moving in the right direction. It is, you know, Impact Wrestling right now, it really is. It's a, it's a place for opportunity. I'm delighted that, you know, when they did their, one honor is that they did a tour of the UK to find talent and, you know, I'm the person that they chose that. That, you know, I can't put into words how much that means to me, how much it means to, you know, my friends and my family to, to recognize this step in my career as well. And also thanks to Impact for, again, and giving me the opportunity to for to walk Steve into the ring um, and to have that that moment as well with, with him and his family that was just unbelievable. And really, I hope that as a company we can start we can do more stuff like that because that I mean that's what it's about at the end of the day. You know, we as I say we all kind of get lost within our own jobs and our own roles within wrestling, but at the end of the day that is the impact. You know, forgive the pun that you can have on somebody else's life. So I really. Again, before I go, I just want to let you know I hope we can do more of that. I hope that you know I can do more of uh, these, these uh, music videos and songs to entertain you guys and continue to, for Impact to continue to deliver great matches. I don't think anyone can deny that Impact is getting better every single week. And the, you know, the, the current, I mean, if we look at Slam Adversity as well, just stacked top to bottom. I mean, this is the hot product now, folks. And I can confirm that from a talent standpoint as well. So I think I'm probably going to leave it at that. Um, and I want to thank you all for your time. Thanks for listening to me blab on for however long it's been. Um, I have been the prestigious one, Joe Henry! And my neighbors are probably going to complain that, but, you know, I'm not going to compromise what I'm doing for my neighbors, you know. But anyway, there you have it. Thank you, folks. Joe, thank you very much. Media will talk to you again next week. Q&A session is over.